1: Uh, now on to the next game Doggies versus Roosters So I actually called this upset On the Matty John show Did you? And I called the Warriors too For an, a win So this is, that was three upsets I got on this weekend Three upsets Big, big weekend for me I think I actually finished the weekend Seven and eight Wow I think it's good enough uh, But the Broncos Obviously got lucky Because that's my team Warriors You could say that That wasn't that much of an upset, upset And then Bulldogs Like that was just a hail memory If I'm being honest Um <laughs> want to talk about quickly the manu and sawali uh, i'm sure you've seen a lot on the internet people just like giving it to manu and, and sawali about that picture where they're spraying shop. um uh yeah i just want to speak about quickly boys like does anyone really think manu just randomly got up and was like like we've watched this guy play for five years massive like gentleman never like clearly shop. And him were having a back and forth... Shop's like, got a bit in him. Shop's got a lot in him. And he's actually becoming fast becoming one of my favourite players. Yeah. Like he is def- Now he has defended and kept quiet Staggs and Manu. As a rookie, second year obviously, but I, I, I talk rookie in terms of like, I think he's 20 years old They now. didn't want to pick him at the start of the year. But they didn't want to pick him, 100%. Now he's kept quiet... Like Stags had his as arguably his quiet game. Marnie had his most quiet game outside of that flick pass, but it didn't end up going up. But yeah, anyone that thinks like Marnie just got up and was like "fuck you, I'm the man," fuck you, like no, like there would have been banter way before that. That shit was like in his face talking shit, and then obviously he got back to him. So yeah, I just want to. Get, I mean, unless you guys have a different opinion, do you just no, like, no,
2: no, no. Yeah, did I, you
1: see that online? People were just giving it him? Yeah,
2: or? I saw, and I, I think it was compounded because I, th- I think it was on the Maddie John show. Yeah. Maddie said to Radley, "I was there chatting." He went, "No, I didn't hear anything." But <laughs> like. He, well, of course uh, he didn't Of him. course he didn't, yeah, yeah. He, he, he would have been 50 metres away from it the entire time But yeah, yeah. that's very I don't, like I wonder if it, it, it is a bit of frustration Like, oh, I'm sure there was chat between them But I think there You know, it might be a sign of a bit of frustration at the Roosters mm. too Yeah, Just maybe. in general with how they're going Yep what do you think, Timmy? It'd be like Jake
0: Chaboyevich coming out of a tackle with Mick Innes, wouldn't it? Yeah. And Jake Chaboyevich comes out blowing up and, and people are saying, oh, they wouldn't say Jake Chaboyevich, what a dickhead, would yeah, they? Like, no. he's carrying on with something. I was like, something's gone on there. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> You're like, Manu, how long have we seen him yeah. play and he's never stepped before it wrong? I mean, even after the Latrell situation, like, he didn't like he was almost reasonable about, like saying like why'd you do that to me and that was in like a dramatic fucking
2: and I reckon there's a good chance that Shopping and them might not have gone after Manu they might have gone after Swali oh 100% boy,
1: you know? like think about it Swali the golden dick fucking gets yeah. signed on the, like yeah. sign on these massive contracts everyone's talking about him you're this gritty centre that is in a team that's struggling that didn't get a start like you've got a chip on your shoulder and that's what makes Shop so good is it Shop or Shop? I don't know how to say it uh, sorry, bro. <laughs> I'll get it right one day. Um, he's got a chip, chip on his shoulder, but that's part of his game, which you want. I want that fucking yeah. mongrel in my side. And they got
0: the response out so, of oh, Suarez sitting there, lipping and blowing up. And you're going, beauty, I'm in their head. I've like, done exactly what I wanted.
1: Absolutely. So I loved it. I thought it was fucking mm. fantastic. What do you think of me? Everyone, everyone loves Joey Manu, but
3: you've got to remember as well, he does play for the Roosters. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah, people want to hate the Roosters. They and want. also, the Roosters, like, not to ref bash, but. They've been so lucky last few weeks
1: Oh man Two of their tries One off a forward pass Another one off a knock on I'm sitting there going If you wanted to like If you wanted to Not make the narrative That the big clubs Get the calls Louder You wouldn't want to look At those last three games Of the roof Especially Roots. the biggest club Holy shit How How didn't the touchy See that knock on From Angus Crichton Oh and this is no knock on the players. They're just playing footy like they can't. I thought the, the forward
2: pass from Kerry was worse. It, it was be a metre forward. Insane. Like even, his, like, even if you didn't watch the ball, just his body language, you could tell that ball was never oh. going
1: anywhere but forward. It's like two tries. The, the game, like, without those two tries, the game's not really – I mean, it's close-ish, but, like, no, that doesn't go down to the death. Like, imagine you're Barrett, Trent Barrett, and you watch oh. that happen. And they, imagine they lost that game and him going to that press conference. He's a, he has every right to be, like – are you serious? Like you've got video. What I'm not getting is like, they keep saying, "Oh, well, you can't call on that play before," and it's like, uh, hang on a sec. You guys have like let whole sets go and then said, "Oh, foul play yep. on video ref," fucking, and caught a penalty. But you can't say no try with a clear knock on that's on the play the ball, <laughs> the, of the try. Oh. How does that make sense? Common sense. Like that's 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 absurd and that's what I think frustrates fans so much and, and we won't go too far down the ref bashing I don't want to do that. It's not really the ref, it's a video ref. But it's like that's just crazy to me. That makes no sense. We see games get stopped all the time for stuff that's happened ages ago. This is a clear indication the game is in the balance, in the balance that he has knocked it on. You can see it right there, and you just like we technically can't do it. It's like, Come on, man, come on. What do you think about that, Timmy?
0: Yeah, well, mate, I'm on with you and I'm just like Thank
1: Christ the Dogs got the result. Oh, like it, it would have been just...
0: It would have been horrific to see him lose this Mate, game. if they lose... To I understand so why th- Trent would I'm, like, I'm kind of like... I don't want to have the conversation because thank Christ the Dogs won the game. But, you know, you
3: have to touch on it anyway. It's yeah. tough one. Could you imagine if they lost that? Like, as a club, what that means to them? Question as well. The, la- the, tri- the Suwali's try that got disallowed. Did you think that was an obstruction anyway? Because they cleared that. And Burton got to Suwali and... He could have got there quicker and bundled him into touch.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the evidence was it was centimetres. And so that slight obstruction Mm. was an extra half a metre. Mm. So it's like, I can't – I just – (laughs) yeah, mate, it makes no – like when you watch that and you go, how can't you see that out of all the obstructions that we've given, you're not going to give that as an obstruction when there is clear evidence like his foot is like this close to the touchline – You can't see that if Matt Burton had an extra half a metre, he wouldn't have just bundled him straight into the sideline. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, let's focus on the positive. Let's focus on the positive. Doggies, what a performance. What a performance. Uh, They were gritty. They were tough. Uh, Flanagan, I thought, was really involved. I think Burton still really needs to work on his fifth tackle options. They're, They're just... Unfortunately, they're, they're poor. They're really poor. Uh, but what I loved about Burton is he stayed in the game. He stayed in the game. And that 40-20 was a crucial big play. And I think that he proved why you spend big money on players like him. They make big plays in big games. What, what do you think about the Doggies, Guru?
2: Yeah, I always think with Burton, probably the thing that he struggles with the most, I think it was really evident the other night, his short-kicking game, when he's, when he's um, kicking along the ground. Yeah, He just tends to find feet so often. Um, I think that's definitely something he needs to improve on. That a forty twenty, I like did a forty twenty with a spiral kick. People don't appreciate. It. People, like, I think we said it a few weeks ago, take ten footballs down to the park and try and kick a forty twenty. Try and do it with a
1: fucking spiral. Oh mate,
2: you it's might find touch on the other sideline. Yep. It is just impossible, and he just makes it look so easy, just effortless.
1: Yeah, he uh, his kicking game. If he can sort the short kicking game out, but his yeah. long kicking game. Fuck, that's a weapon. And I was watching on the weekend. I was like, I feel like not enough teams utilize the early kick. Like, how often have we seen teams just getting bashed in their own end and they're just like, another hit up, another hit up. And then they get this kick away and it's on halfway anyway. And you're like, well, why don't you, as a half, sit back and go, okay, we're getting bashed. Let's kick it on the second tackle or the third tackle, but let everyone know that it's on so that at the very least – the whole forward pack has to turn around now. Also, their outside backs, they're not back as well. So if you get down to that fullback and he's isolated, that's what will happen is there's only going to be a winger there maybe to scoot. So you know he's going to scoot. You win that next play. I, I, I just don't think it's utilised enough. And Benny Hunt has started yeah. to use it to a degree. Well, the one that Ben Hunt did last night, he went two wingers. Smart Out ass. of dummy half, just went bang.
2: The ball actually came to a complete stop. That's yeah. how much time that they they gained out of it. Unfortunately, his team didn't back him up as well as they could have. And that's
1: what I was talking about with the the Raiders against the Panthers. I was like, I don't understand why you don't just go red set, boys. We're kicking on the second. I'm going to boot the shit out of it. Everyone on board. We want a full kick chase. Then you win those first two tackles. All of a sudden, they're the ones under the pump that can't make any metres, and they can either return the kick, which they won't, because they're just not going to do that, and you win the ruck.
0: It almost can't go wrong. Like, in terms of the early kick, they're not suspecting it, so yeah. your kicker should have plenty of time, provided the hoof is good yeah. and they get the distance and the blokes are chasing. Again, very like easy things to do. Yeah. It can't really go wrong.
1: It can't, especially when you're already getting dominated yeah. in the, the ruck. Uh, yeah, and I, as I said, then you, you make that boot Matt Burton's yeah, oh. and it's kicking
0: it from his 20 to their 20. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah,
1: 100%. I, I, I think clubs should start utilising it more. Mm. It will really change the... I think it will change the game because that line speed no longer can be as effective because mm. you're just going, fuck it, all right, third tackle. Get directly behind the rock and just fucking belt it. Mm. Get that kick chase and all of a sudden they're the ones on the back foot, not you. Yes, you may lose field position... To a degree But if you win Those th- first three tackles It doesn't matter You've Which got... you should You've got wingers And centres running Exactly out for the whole, and, yeah. and the forwards They're like Oh shit Now we've got to Sprint back Like yeah I you know, it's,
0: a, it's the go-to tactic In wet weather For wet
1: weather footy isn't yeah. it?
0: That's more so Because of our Risk minimisation And going Alright The more hit times We have the ball In our hands The more tackles we face The chance we have Of knocking it on but it can be applied to dry weather for that exact reason. Yep. It's like I think it's yeah, definitely underutilized.
1: Yeah, Matty Burton, six hundred and sixty-two meters. Sure. Uh, we spoke about Josh Carr just in the team of the week, but you know he is playing some great footy and very rare does a winger go to a lower tier team and play continues to play the footy that he's. Had. I think everyone, you know, not everyone, a lot of people are like I guarantee Fox won't have the same stats because he's going to a shit club, but it just shows you Fox's greatness. It shows you how good this guy is that he's gone to a, a wooden spoon club and he is putting up better arguably better and especially the last two weeks then he stats down in uh, Melbourne it's incredible it's incredible and it's it's why he is one of the greatest wingers to ever play the game in my opinion uh Aaron Shoup for me he's fast becoming one of my favorite uh like underdog centers he's aggressive he's in your face he doesn't respect anyone I love that shit uh he was really good I remember we spoke about it uh at the start of this year in the, yep. the season preview I was like mate he's one to watch he's one to watch because he was one of their better players last year um outside of that look I think Vaughan's been pretty good for them. I really have Luke Thompson as I said was really good uh incredible win by the doggies and you can build off this this is something that you can keep in the vault to keep looking back to boys we can do it it's no longer a case of like we don't have the squad anymore we have the squad do we have the buy-in do we have the buy-in what do you think Matty
3: I thought the the uh, major difference as well was the the Bulldogs kind of won those won those moments like, for example, Sammy Walker throws a, a pass out wide and Josh Adekar picks it off. Whereas in the second half, Duffy throws the exact same pass and it, it finds Ockinbohr and they scored. Um, the thing we haven't spoken about is the week that they had with Phil Gould and, yeah. and Trent Barrett. Like, watching Trent Barrett um, on the sideline r- riding him home was just – it was, it was great theatre.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that, uh, Matty John said this on the party on Friday, but, it, you know, Trent can't win, though, because now everyone's like, oh, it was the Gus Gould spray. And it's like, oh, Fuck. And then if they lose, it's like, oh, yeah, Trent Barrett can't coach. It's like it's an unwinnable situation. But you know what? At the end of the day, all that matters is a club win. Yeah. So I'm sure Trent doesn't give a fuck. Yeah.
2: And just on that Phil good thing, I mean, it's not a great look for Trent Barrett, but <clears throat> fuck, if you've got a guy like Phil Gould in the building, why not use him? Yeah, you may as
1: well use him. Yeah. Like,
2: And you look through – I mean – and if you go back, the, the Roosters had their O2 reunion the other day. They did a little doco series on their website. Go and watch it. And the boys openly talk about that Phil Gould came and took a couple of sessions in 2002 when they were struggling at the start. And it turned them around. Mm. They went on to win a comp a few weeks later. Yeah. Yep. It's,
0: uh, it's unreal how quickly a week can change things for a club in footy. Last week we were talking about the Dogs and being one and seven and going, you know, what? they've had a tough run, but they've competed, whatever. You still need wins on the board. You're now going, all right, they've had the most brutal start to the season. they played Manly, Storm, Panthers, Bunnies, Bronx twice, and then the Cowboys round one, which actually won. Mm. Cows are now sitting third on the ladder. Two and eight, but they're also on four points with four other clubs. So they now come into games with a bit of self-belief against the Raiders where they're probably going to start favourites for, like out of nowhere. Into the Knights, Tigers, Dragons, you're going, all right, there's some winnable games coming up. You get a little bit excited. And then you get Penrith
2: (laughs)
1: during Origin. Penn during Origin. And, yeah. that's, and that's one thing Bulldogs don't get enough credit for. They had probably the most treacherous start, them and Rabbitohs, to the season. Mm, yeah. And they've, you know, they've squeaked. They had one or two really poor games. But outside of that, the first four games, they were good. You know, they just got pipped. So, yeah, look, Doggies fans, enjoy it. What a win. What an incredible win. Now, Roosters. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's one of those things where I don't know what the issue is. I If I... If I have to be honest, when I watch them these days, I feel like they're missing a bit of their spirit that Boyd Cordner, uh, Friend, Orbo uh, really brought to the club. And so I think they're just trying to find their leaders again in in moments that they need a leader. Whereas like for so many years, it was like, we're, we're under the pump here. Oh, Jake Friend and Boydo, they'll take care of it. Whereas at the moment, I I feel like they're still trying to develop as a a squad. Uh, Because when you look at their forward pack, it's actually like outside of Tokioho and Hargreaves, it's a relatively young forward pack. Uh, So, look, not the best that they didn't win. Uh, Am I getting closer to start saying maybe they won't go on a run? Yes, like I am getting a bit concerned that they'll... I mean, some are even saying they might not make the eight. I think they'll make the eight. I just... I just need to see... I'm just not seeing the same as I saw a few years ago, you know? Yeah, and, um,
2: and you mentioned, like, the young forward pack, except for Takiyo, Rhea Hargraves. They did more work than any other front rowers in Rugby League last yeah. year. And yeah. I think you can see that it's taken a toll on Rhea Hargraves, definitely. Because what he had to do last year was...
1: Oh, it's orange. At like, the age yeah. that he was at to do what he did last year, and it was I,
2: I'm sure that Robbo went into last season thinking Lindsay Collins and Origin play it now. I, I can pull Rear Hargraves back a little bit, yeah. and I'm sure his preseason probably would have reflected that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, mate, he was playing 80 minutes every third or fourth week. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. It's so weird watching the Roosters, not knowing what
1: you're going to get. Yeah, it's bizarre. Like, it's, it's just not what we got used to with the Roosters. Yeah, and like Teddy's back to his, you know. Not to his best, but he's, you know, running for 300 metres, 11 tackle breaks, a line break, a try, but I don't know. It's uh, – I just – I can't – the Walker Kiri is just not clicking the way I thought it would click. I think Kiri is, is really – he's not really struggling, but I, I do think that knee is it giving him a little bit of – not trouble, but I just don't think he has the same confidence. See, that what makes Kiri so good? He's one of the bravest halves in the comp. He would play with so much speed at the line that it was – what he would do is he would take time away for you to make that decision and so people would constantly make the wrong decision jam in or stay out or whatever because they just didn't have time to make a call so they just guess whereas i think maybe the injury has taken away that confidence for Kiri to be as agile and quick as he was maybe and it'll come back in time but i think we just have to show that enough respect that he's coming back from an acl mm-hmm. um but yeah the roos is I don't know. What, what do you think?
0: I think uh, I sort of look at the halves, and that's the big watch every week for the Roosters, and I look at why, you know, uh, Kiri isn't gelling with Sammy Walker there and what's going wrong. And and I, I look at Toby Sexton where we're saying, all right, just if he hadn't experienced half with him, he could take a bit of a back seat and, you know, learn and learn the ways. I think the Roosters have the opportunity to do that. And I, I think sometimes... Less is better. And I think they need to go back and just simplify things a little bit. They've, We touched on it last week, but between Teddy and Walker floating around everywhere and Kiri, I think they're just too many creative players. Mm. I'd just be going and saying, all right, boys, we need to slow things down a bit. Kiri, you play as our number seven. Mm. You steer the ship, make directions. Mm. Sammy, you take a bit of a back seat. You can slide both sides of the third and play more as that 5'8" almost dumb it down a little bit mm. and, and people will stop stepping on each other's toes and I think with that will come a lot more fluency in attack mm. I would love to see that because we've seen time and time again in recent years after Kiri left the Bunnies when he was playing as a 5'8 and he had a similar situation now and Adam Reynolds was running the show as the experienced half yep. he went to the Roosters and there were games where he became that halfback and, and the organiser I think they can do that now and just say mate it's your show to run. You're the experienced half here. And I think off the back of that, they'll get better results.
3: What do you reckon, Matty? I just I reckon the Roosters' plays, um, they have enough runs on the board for us to say that we'll give them more time to click. Because we've got to remember, Kiri didn't play last year. He did his ACL. Um, they haven't have had a hooker since Verrill's came back in the last uh, few weeks. Um, also, just specifically on the game, what, like Josh Adokar's second try was just awfully uncharacteristic poor defense from the Roosters like Joey Manu one of the best centers in the game was just caught in no man's land um which is just a blip on the radar so yeah I'm happy to give the Roosters time if, if it's round 18 and they're still you know playing four or five out of ten every week then we got a few issues but yeah it's I don't know I just I have enough trust in those Roosters players
1: yeah I agree I've trust in their systems I've trust in their whole setup uh I think they're just It's like Cronulla to a degree. You know when Cronulla won the comp and they had that real core of just mongrels that would, every time the game got tough, Luke Lewis, Paul Gallen, those boys would just fucking come together and lead the boys. And I just think they're trying to find those kind of leaders again. Uh, And I I do believe it'll come. I'm still of the mind that they will make a run later in the year. But even if they don't, I, I have faith in their ability to recruit for one. We all know they fucking can recruit. Uh, but also develop players. Mm. So I don't think it's that, that worry science. We have to remember, they were on such a high, like back to back premierships, never hasn't been done for 20 years or whatever. Very hard. You, you, it's, it, takes something, it takes something out of you, you know. Like it, it's going to take something out of you. So, could you uh, argue as well that the way
3: they grossly over, well, not grossly, the way they just dramatically overachieved last year could have also
2: similarly yeah, sure. taken stuff? For sure. I, I remember. <sighs> What year, It was 2017 where the Cowboys had a heap of injuries and they killed it. And then I looked at their team in 2018 and went, fuck. They went yeah. all that way and all these guys come back and they sucked. Yeah, They That's were crazy. so shit. And I'm, I'm starting to wonder if we're... It's like, mate, I watched that, that game on the weekend. I mean, Chuck scored three tries. Teddy scored the one down the short side, which... It was just a bad missed tackle from TPJ. Yeah. They didn't have an overlap. It wasn't a, a great visionary sort of play to go down there. Tupanua scored off a forward pass and two kicks. And then the one that Swali scored, like he was good in the air. That was the worst set of six I've seen from the Roosters <laughs> in a <laughs> long time. They had two dummy half scoots and then Sam Walker did two circles and dropped it back under. Them. Then they just kicked it to a more athletic guy. Like three tries that they probably didn't deserve realistically. Mm.
1: Yeah, look, it's interesting times for the, the Roosters. I, I feel like we did kind of say it may be a little bit of a, a mini rebuild at the club because they'd lost such experience. But I, I'll i be honest, I probably thought they'd be a bit further along than they, they are at the moment. I, I am definitely, I'm yeah. definitely surprised as to where they are uh, right now. But I, I got faith in Trent Robinson in that system there. They'll find a way.